Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Also, I do encourage you to pick up your copy of Powerhouse's Heroic Adventures Bundle if you love superhero stories. It's a great series of superhero comedies. It collects my first three superhero comedy novels all in one a bundle. It's available as an ebook wherever fine ebooks are sold, or as an audiobook through audible.com or the iTunes store. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Superman. The original air date, August the 6th, 1948, and this is The Secret of the Genie, Part 5. The following is transcribed. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, with Superman out of the office, Shushaya, the tiny bronze genie, seems to speak again to cub reporter Jimmy Olsen. Take your wish, Master Olsen. Weeps. It spoke again. Set your wish, Master, and it shall be granted. I can't believe it, but but it worked yesterday, so what have I got to lose? Here goes. I wish for a big story, Shushaya. A scoop like I got yesterday, so I can get to be a famous reporter. Your wish shall be granted, Master. Drive north down River Road at once. There you will find your story. Gang, I'm sure all of us at one time or another have played the sucker by making snap judgments. Such as, for instance, in sizing up new acquaintances. We take a quick look, maybe say hello and goodbye, and then we think we know all about the fellow we just met. Well, it just doesn't work that way. Sad experience will teach you, if you haven't already found out, that you can't rely on snap judgments to tell you much about anybody. Now, suppose that I decided I couldn't stand the guy who moved in next door. Then, strange as it may seem, in a couple of weeks, we became real pals. The new neighbor turned out to be a swell guy, and I found out that my first impression of him was all lopsided. See how foolish I look to myself? Well, that shows that prejudging a man before you ever really get to know him is senseless. Even when you make up your mind you don't like a guy because of his tie, or the fact that he roots for the Dodgers, or because he squints all the time. Those are your prejudices. But some people have more dangerous prejudices. They decide in advance that they don't like a fellow because of his race or his religion or the country his grandfather came from. They never really get to know the guy. Now, does that make sense? Certainly not. Because in the end, prejudice makes you lose out. For you don't give every boy and girl a chance to prove what kind of people they really are. You're the one who winds up missing some very fine friendships with some very swell people. It's as simple as that. 
And now, the adventures of Superman. Cub reporter Jimmy Olsen was vastly amused when a mysterious man named Abdul, who said he was the servant of a great desert sheik for whom Jimmy had once done a service, presented him with a tiny bronze figure of a genie, a creature half man and half ram, then advised him that the genie, known as Shushaya, had the power to grant its owner's wishes. To Jimmy's amazement, the tiny bronze figure actually seemed to talk, and it told the young reporter to enter a sewer tunnel deep under the streets of Metropolis. There, a terrific explosion almost caused a citywide disaster that would have cost Jimmy his life. But Superman rescued him and prevented the disaster. And Jimmy had his scoop. A page one story in the Daily Planet. Early the next evening, as instructed by Abdul, Jimmy, despite his better judgment, privately consulted the genie again and wished for another scoop. And once more, the voice apparently coming from the genie told him... As we continue now, Jimmy has burst into the almost deserted Daily Planet city room. Just as Lois Lane, the girl reporter, walks in. Miss Lane. Miss Lane, will you do me a favor? Why, yes, of course, Jim, if I can. What is it? Uh, lend me your car, please. My, my car? Uh-huh. I'll be careful of it, honest. Please, will you let me have a... Well, but you don't have a driver's license, Jim. Well, I've got a permit, though. Well, you can only use your permit when a licensed driver's with you. You know that. Yeah, but... Gosh, what'll I do? I, I've got to have a car right now. Why? Well, you see, I, I can't tell you. Well, now, but... why can't you tell? What goes on? Well, I... Oh, shucks, I've got to tell you. I got another tip. A tip? Yeah, on another big scoop, just like I got yesterday. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. I've got to drive out River Road at once, right now. So, look, Miss Lane, will you let me drive your car? You can come along and... and... Well, I'll split my byline with you if oh, you Oh, never want. mind the byline, but I'd like to know more about this, Jim. Who gave you the tip and what's the story? I can't tell you that. Why not? Because I... Well, I'm not sure, and besides... Oh, golly, Miss Lane, we're wasting time. The gene... Who? Oh, this person said I had to go at once. And if we don't leave right now, we may miss the scoop. Well, I, I don't know. Look, you... my tip paid off yesterday, didn't it? Yes, but you almost lost your life. And Clark said the whole thing was a trap to get rid of you. Oh, where'd Mr. Ken ever get that crazy idea? Well, I don't know. I don't agree with him myself. But... Well, then what are we waiting for? Come on. You don't drive more slowly, Jim. I'll make you stop and I'll take the wheel. Well, there's hardly any traffic out here, Miss Lane. Just the same. Stay under the speed limit, will you, until we reach River Road. There are houses around here and factories, and it's dark. Okay. Taking us an awful long time to get to River Road. No, we're practically there. As soon as we make the turn around the American Aircraft Factory, just a hit. Hold it, Jim. That's a stop street. I saw it. Oh, sorry. Just wanted to make sure. What the... That sounds like a machine gun. Good heavens. A man has just been shot. Huh? Oh, where? Those men jumping into that car across the street. They ran out of the offices of the aircraft company. Do you see them? Yeah. Look at those big bags they're carrying. Yes. Jeepers, Miss Lane. I'll bet they robbed the aircraft factory. And that was the watchman they shot. Get out, Jim. We've got to help that poor man. Wait. There come some people across the street to help him. We better go after those bandits. No, Jim. They've got guns. We'll call the police. Let those guys get away. Nothing doing. This must be my scoop. And I'm going after it. Thank <laughs> you.
see Miss Lane? I was supposed Miss to meet Miss Lane a... left, Mr. Kent, about a half hour ago. She went out with Jim Olson. Oh, no. I distinctly told Jim to have Lois wait for me. We've got to put a feature together for the Sunday magazine section. Oh. Did they say where they were going? No, they didn't, but... Uh, just a minute, Mr. Kent. Sure, Andy. Anderson, city desk. What? Give me that again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I got it. What's up, Andy? That was press service. A mob just cracked the safe at the American Aircraft Company and got away with the payroll. A quarter of a million dollars. And not only that, they shot and killed a watchman, and I haven't got a reporter in the shop to send out there. What'll I do, Mr. Kent? Leave it to me, Andy. I'll be out there in two shakes. Stand by for a phone call. Baby, Jim, you're doing 70 miles an hour. Slow down. Let those bandits get away, Miss Lane. Look out. They're shooting at us. Yeah. They must have noticed we were following. Well, slow down. I don't want to get killed. Relax. It's hard for them to aim straight at this speed. Just the same. I... Jim, you must be crazy taking chances like this. Now, stop right now and we'll call the police. How are we going to call them out on the highway? Besides, nothing can happen to us. Oh, no. Oh, we can just lose our lives, that's all. No, we can't. Shushaya's on our side. Who? Jeannie. Oh, I mean... Oh, just relax, Miss Lane. Nothing can happen to us, I tell you. This is my scoop, and I'm going to follow it through. Ducking low in her seat as the bandits' bullets ricochet off the hood of their car and whine past their ears, Lois Lane shouts wildly to Jimmy Olsen to stop. But Jimmy, serene in his confidence that the genie Shushaya has led him to this scoop and will protect them, continues his headlong pursuit of the bandits. What will happen? We'll be back in a moment to find out, so keep listening. Johnny has a broken front tooth. Johnny has two freckles on his nose. All boys with a broken front tooth have two freckles on their noses. <laughs> Sounds silly, doesn't it, gang? Yet that's how some people reason. How many times have you heard a man say, all the Irish have terrible tempers? Ask him how he came to that conclusion, and nine chances out of ten, he'll say, well, Johnny has a temper, and Johnny is Irish, so all the Irish have tempers. Well, that sort of reasoning doesn't make much sense, boys and girls. Not any more sense than saying that all boys with a broken front tooth have two freckles on their noses. You see, gang, all people aren't anything. Why, with the exception of some scientific facts about the human body, there isn't a single sentence you could say that would apply to all people. It can't be done. You see, characteristics that people have are the result of their own personal makeup and experiences and have very little to do with their race or religion. Some people of every group have bad tempers or are lazy or mean. On the other hand, some people of every race and religion are among those you'd be lucky to have as your friends. Now, boys and girls... Whenever you're tempted to say all instead of some, think twice. And then you want to say to yourself, Johnny has a broken front tooth. Johnny has two freckles on his nose. All boys with a broken front tooth have two freckles on their noses. Think how silly that sounds, and then think straight. To the adventures of Superman. At the wheel of Lois Lane's car, with Lois huddled low in the seat beside him, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen is pursuing the fleeing bandits who stole the aircraft company's payroll and shot the watchman. 
sit up now, Miss Lane. They stopped shooting at us. Oh, thank heaven. Jim, now listen to me. You've got to stop. We've got him now. We've got him. Got him? What do you mean? They're coming to the place where they're building the new bridge over the river. They'll have to detour into Eastland. We can get the cops there. Well, now you're talking sense. Hey, what the... Now what? They didn't stop for the detour. They went right on through. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. I don't see any detour sign. Say, neither do I. It was here last week, though, when I came through with Mr. Ken. Well, it must have completed the bridge then. I guess so, but they should have fixed this road before they open it up again. They certainly should have. Oh, Jim, wait a minute. I don't see the bandit's car. You'll see it in a minute when we get around that turn. There's a short hill down to the bridge. Well, slow up for heaven's sake. This road is jouncing my teeth out. I can't slow up anymore. There's a couple of crossroads the other side of the bridge, and I'm afraid I'll lose those guys. Good grief. What was that noise? Gosh, I don't know. Jim, slow down for that turn. Hang on. I want to see what made that noise. It sounded like... Holy mackerel. Look, Miss Lane. The bandit's car smashed through the gate at the bottom of the hill. Jim! Jim, stop! There's no bridge! I... I can't stop. But you've got to. There's no bridge. We're going to the river, too. We're going too fast. I can't stop. Look out, Miss Lane. Jim! Jim! speeding car to a stop on the short, steep hill. Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane cry out as their car skids and careens through the shattered wooden crossbars and plunges off the road to the river below, into which the bandit's car has just disappeared. Meanwhile, as the car bearing Jimmy and Lois plummets down toward the deep, dark river, Clark Kent, in his true identity of Superman, has arrived at the American Aircraft Factory and is talking with a police sergeant. Which way did the bandit's car go, Sergeant? I don't know, Superman. I just got here. Oh. Somebody said it went north on River Road. North? Yeah. I'm going to call headquarters and put out an alarm. Those fellows have a pretty good start. Not too long a start for me. I'm going after them, Sergeant. Up! Up! And away! Rocketing up into the evening sky, Superman streaks away to the north on the trail of the bandits. And unknown to him, on the trail of Lois and Jimmy, Superman can travel at the speed of light. But can even he discover the disaster scene in time to rescue Jimmy and Lois? There are thrills and surprises in Monday's exciting episode, fellows and girls. So be sure to listen. Tune in Monday, same time, same station, for Chapter 6 of The Secret of the Genie on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a transcribed, copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine. It is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial, soon to be shown at your local movie theater. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Adventure Parade, which follows in just a moment. And right after Adventure Parade, you will hear Tom Mix and his straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> 